Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the One Step Better podcast. I'm your host, Mike Schaefer, and with me today is Matt Patrick. We have a special edition today. Uh, we're going to do this if you're watching uh, on video or, you know, you can clearly see that we're on Zoom. And that's because Matt is uh, hanging out uh, down at the beach. I'm up here in wet, cold Memphis. Uh, so everybody make sure that you peg my, uh, Matt and tell him that this is not fair, that, uh, that we need to relocate everybody to the beach. And, or at least that he needs to come back and enjoy the, the cold, wet Memphis weather. And so thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for joining me, Matt. I really appreciate your time. Um, today is, uh, is December time. We're officially looking at year end, um, officially looking at uh, really, I guess, towards 2021 in a lot of ways. And so today I thought it would be a good idea to talk a little, little bit about year end planning, next year planning, that type of stuff. And, and so here's why. Um, this Friday, we're going to host a webinar where we're going to go in detail, live webinar, uh, talking about next year planning. We're going to go through um, a lot of topics on how to, and what you need to be looking for from a budgeting standpoint, personnel standpoint, uh, maybe changes you need to make. Obviously, 2020 was a crazy year. What does 2021 have in store? There's some things that you need to be aware of from uh, you know legislation and compliance, tax planning, and we're going to go into details on all of that type of stuff. And so, um, if you haven't yet, make sure you register for that webinar. Reba is going to send out a lot of links. There's going to be uh, um, uh, opportunity to sign up in the description of this podcast. So make sure you click on that and attend. If you can't make it, still register uh, because we're going to send out a recording of the webinar to everybody that registers so that you can have a copy of that uh, and watch that at, at your own time. I know that especially on you know Friday mid-afternoon sometimes, there's a lot of other things like Matt's doing, hanging out at the beach that you should be doing or, or could be doing and yeah. may not be the best uh, best use of your time at that time. So we want to give you that those resources. So make sure that you click on uh, the descriptions and register for that webinar that's coming up this uh, this Friday. Um, Matt, well, you know, we, we I joke about you being at the beach uh, and, and me being here in Memphis, but one of the cool things about what we do is that we are able to have uh, meetings just like this. Um, we're even, goodness, we're recording a podcast, um, even though we're hundreds of miles apart. Uh, and so yeah. I'm really, really grateful and fortunate that we have that technology in place uh, so we don't have to miss a beat and we can kind of keep on trucking. Like I mentioned, we're going to talk yeah, about absolutely. new year forecasting, year in planning, that type of stuff. Um, really meant to be kind of a teaser towards what we're going to talk about this uh, Friday. So before we jump into that stuff, man, uh, how's how's the beach? <laughs> it's not terrible. Um, I don't currently see any clouds in the sky. It's about 81 degrees here as we're recording. Um, weather's been great. Um, my son and I are down here. We're virtual, virtual schooling, um, and I am virtual working uh, most days until school gets out. And then spending a couple hours of daylight with him, and then getting back on and working some more at night. It's been great. I enjoy it just to relax time, and also this is a good planning opportunity time for us to do. So I've been able to spend a lot of time uh, kind of getting our, our own planning done for 2021. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw that you guys went fishing the other day. Uh, yeah. It looked like a successful trip. What did you catch? We, well, we mainly caught porpoise, not intentionally. So every fish we got on our hook, the porpoise kind of, we were trying to get them in before the porpoise got them. But we ended up catching about 17 fish, Spanish mackerel, bluefish, and uh, some bonita. It was a long, long day, but it was uh, a lot of fun. It was fun to see 
it was like jaws coming out of the water to attack us as we reeled the fish in. So it was great. Nice, nice. Well, we are officially kind of at year end. Um, last month, thank God. Always, <laughs> it's, it's glory, glory, hallelujah. Twenty twenty is coming to a close. We need to have a big New Year right. celebration, throw a big party, celebrate. Absolutely. This dumpster. A lot party. of good news going out right now. Yeah, all the all the vaccines look like they're heading forward. Maybe we'll be through this mess before long, and we can uh, turn the page on this on this year for sure. So hopefully so. Twenty twenty one's got to be better, right? Like it, it's it's hard to get much worse. Be worse, I don't think. Um, no, I mean all, all being said, you know, um, the world has definitely been upside down with this year. Uh, a lot of a lot of testing of our perseverance and our ability to adapt and um it's actually been a wake-up call for some businesses that have kind of probably gotten stagnant and um allows um for people to be creative so um hopefully everybody's kind of getting through it now and we can uh like i said turn the page on 2020 and move forward so it has kind of forced some businesses to do things that they wouldn't have otherwise done uh it, it's we talked Rap. about another podcast it's kind of been fun to see some of that ingenuity pop up yep Rapid, but, rapid technology adapting. I mean, you have to adapt and accept some technology advances pretty quickly this year for a lot of people. And it's been good. We've, we've enjoyed uh, people maybe catching up some. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's been fun, no doubt. So as we're looking towards 2021, um, there's a lot of things on the plate to, to not only just wrap up 2020 in a, in a healthy way, but also make sure that we're set up appropriately uh, for the new year. Um, as you, as, as a business owner, you know, you're constantly, you know, involved in evaluating, tweaking, evaluating, tweaking, evaluating, tweaking. As you get to a year in like this, where we're, we're really starting to look at the next year, what are some of the things that's going on in your mind to really make sure that you're, that you're positioned yourself in the most appropriate way to turn that page of the calendar and start off the new year strong? Um, I first thing I do is usually reflect on the year, um, look and see kind of where we were at the beginning of the year versus where we are now, taking a big, a little broader approach than just a month by month or quarter by quarter look at it. Um, and then looking at our goals for the year, seeing, I mean, reevaluating those and making sure that we are on track to still achieve them. And not that we didn't do that all the way through the course of the year, but kind of as a, a final, uh, uh, final uh, race to the finish line. And then uh, we start with the reestablishment of new goals next year. Um, and, you know, kind of looking and see where we are today versus where we want to be a year from now versus our long-term range goals of, you know, we have a three-year goal and a, you know, be hag way out there in the future. How are we doing to achieve, achieving those goals? It's, it's, it's important to kind of, you know, make, make sure you know what race you're running. Do you think that uh, as you're looking at, at a new year and you're setting those goals, how much, how much influence does the uncertainty that 2020 really brought, um, how, how much does that influence your goal setting and expectations going into the next year? Are you a little more conservative on those goals because of uncertainty? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to be super really 100% optimistic uh, right now with everything you got going on. I think it's probably to have a good, better, best. Uh, mindset in your goals, like okay, here's what we could do if we if we're if this stays the same way it is now. Hey, here's what our ultimate goal would be, and like you know, where do we expect to be? Um, I'd probably have a good, better, best mentality of setting goals this year, with the idea that we're going to be reviewing and adapting them 
probably more regularly than we normally do. Um, just knowing that we have to be nimble and be willing to be to change. I mean, this, that's where we are right now. What's your What's your feel for things? Do you Do you expect the new year, twenty twenty one, to to be stronger? Stronger is not the right word. Well, I mean, we we are going to be fortunate enough to still be up this year over last year, but we're still way down over our normal growth rate. Um, in a typical year, we're growing by twenty to thirty percent, and this year we're probably closer to ten. Um, that being said, we've already started our hiring process and getting our people ready. You know, getting making sure we're hired ready. Now we have some seasonality to our business in that we have a very heavy spring with year end and then tax season. So we have to be staffed up appropriately at that point. Um, we got a lot of good people coming in, joining us or just joined us now. And um, I'm excited about where we are, but as far as the economy goes and tax rates and all that kind of stuff, there's a lot still up in the air. So there's a little hedge to bet. Um, we're still strategically looking at our sales function and our sales operations being tactically driven on industries that we think are either going to be super successful with all the things going on right now or industries that are really not impacted by this um, and maybe, you know, changing up who we're kind of targeting as far as clients go, industries that make more sense for us. But that being said, it's still the idea of what are we planning for? What, you know, what kind of growth we want to expect? Our salespeople's goals this year are the same goals they had last year. We've already established those that they're going to, their quotas are the same. We want them to go find clients, you know, that fit our needs and fit with what we, how we can serve them best. And then um, from there, all of our kind of goals trickle down from there. So if we sell, we're supposed to sell, are we staff right to do the work? For staff right to do the work, what does our cash look like if we do that? Um, and so we're, we're, we're kind of rolling through those those goals there. Um, we still have our same people initiatives that we had. Um, we're kind of progressing those forward with our um, uh, people development goals that we had last year. And I think um, our, we have the idea of swim lanes. We've talked about this before. And so our swim lanes probably aren't changing much. We may have to adapt our goals for them, but we still have projects in each of those lanes. Yeah. And so our, our swim lanes are kind of our general things that we're going to focus on every single year. The specific topic may change, but the general mm -hmm. topic doesn't. So for example, one of our swim lanes is technology. We always want to make sure that we are evaluating technology on a constant basis. And so, um, you know, maybe in 2020, we wanted to look at technology that would, um, you know, maybe allow us to help with the PPP stuff more efficiently. Um, well, obviously that technology is going to be different in 2023 or 24, most likely. And so, but the technology aspect of the swim lane is consistent from year over year. So if you guys are out there looking at how, how we're setting goals and, and what that looks like, um, our approach to that is we take a five-year look, we take a three-year look, we take a one-year look, we take a quarterly look, and that's what we're evaluating against. And so all of those things are lined, uh, um, aligned in how we're moving things. The swim lanes are more that one-year outlook that we're gonna make sure that we focus our, what we call quarterly rocks on um, in, inside of those swim lanes. So it's a really, uh, a really good structure for goal setting. Nothing special about the process, but just the structure behind it. Um, you know, the, the swim lane that, that we really focus on in 21 uh, is gonna be the same swim lanes that we focused on in 20. 
But like I said, it's going to be a different um, specific uh, uh, area. Um, and so as yep. you are, as you're getting into um, looking at that that year end planning or the, I guess that new year planning stuff from a swim lane standpoint, what is it that what is it that you're looking for to make sure? Are you just you know what? Let's go find all the things that are broken and that's what we're going to emphasize versus you know these are the things that maybe we need to be focusing on. Uh, how do you determine the specifics? of what you are going to focus on in, in a given new year? Um, luckily, we have a really good leadership team to help you guide, guide you there. But I would say the um, bigger picture that I'm looking forward is where do we want to be still in that three to five-year range? You know, So we have some goals, and I have some mindset of what I, how I want to serve our customers and the technology we want to have and um, the growth of our team. You know, our big one is technology, like you said earlier, you know, we're looking and evaluating, okay, how can we deliver the services we provide in a more efficient and effective way, giving clients better information, insight, and as efficiently in our end as possible, um, as fast as possible. So if those are our, that's our goal, what in there is not happening as good as it should be, but also how can, where can we improve? So right now we're working on the idea of velocity. How fast can we get stuff out the door and in the hands of a client? And our ultimate goal is in theory to be real time. That's not realistic tomorrow, but that's where we're trying to go. Um, if, you, if you're a restaurant, you know, you may be looking at, okay, my goals for next year are, what are my sales goals? Hey, what's our development of our team look like? How do I develop my managers? Um, what facilities do we need to improve upon next year? What kind of cash flow do I need to uh, plan on? Um, as far as equipment purchases or remodeling I need to do, um, what kind of technology do I need to improve upon? Hey, are we doing as best we can with our online sales or our delivery sales or is our point of sale need to be upgraded? Those are all the same kind of things we would evaluate in our own business. You know, we have tax software and payroll software and accounting software. But, you know, if I was creating lanes, I mean, if I'm a business and I'm going to look at, you know, your big four, obviously, are, you know, probably today are people, um, you know, the services you're providing, the um your facilities and then um your as uh, so your your pricing or your profitability you know if you're looking at those things kind of on a regular basis you can kind of dial in you know areas of concern in each of those um the swim lanes kind of help us stay focused on we know that all four of those swim lanes are important for us hitting our goal we have targets that we want to hit and those lanes help us kind of stay in those right areas of focus to not get distracted or put too much time and emphasis into one lane and not all lanes because all lanes are important. I mean, you could put all the technology improvements in the world, but if we don't have the team we need to have, that's not going to look any good. Yeah. Our, our approach is kind of more holistic. We want to see all of the different areas that, uh, that we're operating in. Some are good, some are bad. You know, we, we talk to a lot of times, uh, you know, the missing, broken, what's working, you know, that framework yeah. for, for decision-making and goal-setting and, that's really kind of what, what what we're doing on a quarterly basis anyway. Um, on a new year forecasting and, and planning type of structure though, we wanna make sure that we're taking a deep look into all of those areas so that we are um, setting ourselves up for success in the next year. One of the ways that we do that is, uh, you mentioned earlier, the, the budgeting aspect. Um, budgeting is, is a, in my opinion, a critical component of, new year planning. Uh, if you yeah. want to know 
what you're looking at doing in the next year, you have to have a budget behind it. Um, and not like a, a, a wussified, sissified, oh, this is my budget and it's gonna change every single month. And so it's not really a budget. It's just me checking a box saying that I got a budget. Um, a forecast, a forecast, it's, yeah. It's a plan. It's, it's, a, it's a detailed plan of how we're gonna spend our money, what we expect to come in, where we expect to spend it. And it's being intentional about those things so that you can actually drive towards hitting those goals that you're setting. Um, when do you start to look at the next year's budget? That a, do you keep like a 12 month rolling budget? Is that you're looking at? No. You know, that, what does that look like? I've typically done that in the fourth quarter. I start that with, um, with our September financial statement, uh, which gives me kind of a three quarters of the year way through. We are in month to month incremental business. So a year ago does not really impact me much this month. Um, so a rolling 12 does not do me very uh, help. Very, it's not very helpful to me. Kind of the rolling quarter is probably more accurate for me to kind of know where I'm going to be next quarter. Um, from there, I start evaluating revenue, which is where we are today versus we, where we anticipate to be and what our sales goals are. And if we hit those sales goals, what does that revenue look like? And then I have to start measuring our ability to do that work. And so how we staff today, what roles do we have today that we need to fill? Um, how much work did every person have on them? And if we hit our goals, how much work did every person have on them then? And do we need to, you know, when do we need to kind of have our planning goals as far as hiring goes? We have some fixed overhead costs, we know. And then we have some variable costs, um, variable costs in our water technology, um, production dollars. So we may have materials or postage or something tied to us delivering services. Those are percentage of revenue. And then the more detailed ones harder for us is the soft ones, which are hires. How many hires do you think we're going to have? And then uh, marketing. Marketing and sales is probably the hardest to project because you're spending money that may or may not be fruitful. Um, and so it's kind of a little bit of a guesswork, but we guess with a lot of historical data to help us get there. The, the budgeting process for you, is that something that you enjoy doing? I do. Um, it is amazing. Um, over the years, we've gotten really good at it. Um, I've predicted revenue within 500 bucks before for a year, but also like in a year like this, I can miss by a big number. So it's, um, it's interesting to kind of project out and then like, then you gotta determine how much you wanna make it a stretch goal versus a real goal and then how conservative do you want to be? And then what the what if scenarios happen? Um, we do have a set budget most years. And then we will also have a revised budget that we kind of measure against as well, because it could, if we're so far off and we're six months in, next month budget's going to be off, off the get-go. So we have to kind of revise it. So we'll, we'll, we'll start with a annual budget that we want to project on and then we'll probably provide that budget quarterly from there on. Obviously we're an accounting firm and a little different than uh, other businesses that probably don't want to get into the numbers like that. And not every business has to get the numbers like that. Um, I would say if you don't have a full budget, at least have a KPI type budget of here's our monthly KPIs we want to measure. And we think that we get these KPIs, we will meet our goals. And that make it, that can be dollars produced or uh, revenue per truck or uh, patient scene or there's a lot of kinds of what your business is, but coming up with four or five really identifiable numbers that really lead 
where you where you want to go, and and we can help as a you know if we're your accounting firm, we can help you get those set those up. But if you have an industry, you know those numbers. If you're a dentist, it's all about seeing patients and then making sure your collectible dollar per patient is there. If you're a restaurant, it's how many people are you seeing every day and what's your average ticket size, what your food costs and what are your labor costs. It's not hard for most of us to figure those things out to have four or five items, um, but that's where you start. If you're a new business uh, and you don't have that historical data to really rely on, uh, where would you start from a budgeting standpoint? I'd start with how much money you want to make this year. I want to start, I'm going to work backwards to forwards. I'm going to say, okay, I want to make a hundred grand this year. How would I, what do I have to do to make a hundred grand? And then from there, I back myself into what a budget needs to look like in order to hit my goal. My goal is to make a hundred grand. And then you have to say, is that even remotely reasonable? Or, hey, I'm not going to make it 100 grand this year. I'm only going to make 50 grand this year. And that's all I can make. Okay, great. What are the goals you have to set in order to make 50 grand? And then, you know. Yeah, I think that's important to call out because what you just said is that this is an outcome based approach. We don't, from a, if you're a new business, and this is true for existing businesses as well, we don't start with, hey, we're going to top line revenue make uh, 200 grand. And then we're going to determine what, how we're going to spend what does that, that mean? to then let the outcome of that be profit, right? We're starting with, and we, we, we talk about this in, you know, a, we're a profit first certified um, firm. And so in, in our world, we start with what's the outcome we want to be true and then back our way um, from there. We don't start with revenue minus expenses equal profits. We start with right. profits minus expenses work um, equal revenue or right. uh, revenue minus profit equals expenses. You know, it, it's a right. different math formula um, to back. It is. Yeah. And, and the reason why you got to start with profit is profit shouldn't be your leftover. It should be the goal. And so it's not whatever's left after I did my revenue and expenses. I spent my money unintentionally. You spend your money intentionally because you, I have to make what I need to make or I want to make. Um, and, it, and you kind of backwards into your number. Um, it, it's definitely a different mindset, uh, but it allows for uh, you to kind of know where your holes are when you go to start determining, hey, I am off dramatically in revenue. Okay, how am I going to get revenue up? What can I do to, like, it allows you to identify your goals because you, your answer isn't going to be, well, we did 200 grand revenue. I guess that's fine. Well, if I make eight, eight grand this year, that's going to be, that's not going to work. We, we can't live on eight grand. So, <laughs> so you, you've got to work with what your goal, like we said, we start with a goal in mind. And it's, it's, it's not selfish to do that. It's in some ways kind of mm-hmm. an employee mindset more than an employer mindset in the sense of I'm saying that I'm fixing my paycheck, you know, from an employee's perspective, my paycheck is X dollars and I get paid that X dollars every single payroll uh, based on my hours worked. You know, if you're an hourly employee, you're the same as salary employee. And that doesn't change based on your production. And so the profit first mindset to me in a lot of ways is from the owner's mindset saying, I'm, I'm becoming a fixed uh, employee from the standpoint of we're going to start with, I'm going to make X dollars every payroll no matter what. And then I'm going to back into what's my goals to make that happen. Um, and so it's not, you know, your employees do the same exact thing. It's not selfish to say, I want to start with how much money I want to make as the, as an employer, as an owner, it's, that's, that's, that's wise, that's reasonable. Um, and it's not any different than what your employee's mindset is. 
know, the only difference is you have the ability to control your bottom yeah. a little bit more. And so with a profit first plan, you're going to basically push that. Okay. How can I get one more percent next quarter? And that's what does that profit look like? But I can do 1% more in the quarter after that. And then, you know, so that's how you get to where, Hey, I was making 8% profit. Now I'm making 25% profit. I'm going to have a plan to get myself there. What I have to do to get myself to where I want to be. Um, but it's, but it's controllable. You control all three factors. You control profit, you control expenses, and you control revenue. Um, it's up to you to pick which lever you want to pull. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We're going to talk a lot more about budgeting specifically whenever we get into our webinar on Friday because this is a big topic. This is I enjoy budgeting um, a, a lot because it's it, it's some we're nerds, Mike. We're nerds. It, it is. A, it's a little bit of a nerdy deal, but it. For me, it's, I want to see how good I can predict the future. Um, and so there's a challenge there. Like I want to say, all right, we're gonna make, you know, um, I don't, we're, gonna, we're gonna hit $2 million next quarter. Now that's my goal is set, challenge accepted. Let's go make it happen. Um, and so that's, yeah. I get to that part of it a good bit. Budgeting is, is super important though. We see so many small businesses that just, you know, fly by the seat of your pants and hope that we get somewhere close and you look up at the end of a quarter, end of a year, whatever it may be, whatever your rhythm is, and well, where's all my money? Where did it go? So let's start with telling our money where it's going to go through a budget and then back into how we're going to actually fulfill that budget from a goal setting yeah. planning standpoint. So we're going to talk a lot more about that on Friday. So, so stick with us for that. Like I said, on the, on the um, uh, front end, if you haven't yet registered for that webinar, click on the links in our, details uh, of, from our podcast, and you'll find a link to register. Matt, I uh, really appreciate you taking the time to, to talk with us today. Um, we are in the throes of new year forecasting, planning, whatever you want to call it, uh, to try to get everything set for our own firm for the next year. And so uh, it's really good to, to kind of share some of the insights we have with uh, all of the fun folks listening out there in podcast land and, and YouTube land. Um, if you guys are listening, a couple of things that, that we could use your help on. We're trying to put together like a, um, a Q&A type podcast. And so if there's anything under the sun that you feel like you want to ask us, um, uh, please send us an email, leave us a, a, a comment on the post um, so that we can get your questions in and, and try to answer as many of them as we can. Also remember to click subscribe so that you never miss an episode of our One Step Better podcast. You'll always stay up to date with the latest and greatest insight and information from uh, our wonderful uh, team here at Patrick Accounting and Works. Um, uh, and I think that's it. I think that's it. Matt, uh, it's weird doing this on Zoom versus being, you know, like right next to you in uh, in our offices here, but hopefully this worked out well. Uh, hopefully our audio quality isn't terrible. Uh, and uh, we'll hopefully see. Hopefully have that. Yeah. If not, we'll re-record it, right? <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Bye, Talk to you later. Thank you. Appreciate it.